So, welcome to the latest edition of Virtual Team Dynamics, the All Fire podcast. My name is Francis Norman, and uh, this is the ongoing series, hopefully short series, of articles and posts and podcast episodes that I've been doing, comparing and uh, trying to transcribe across from the broad virtual teams uh, space toward working from home, specifically around trying to provide some input and some support and some guidance to companies and individuals who are finding themselves in this alien working from home environment during the uh, coronavirus issues that we're all encountering. So on this week's episode, I wanted to talk, in fact, not this week's, on today's episode, I wanted to talk about marginalisation. Now, marginalisation is something which has been a big challenge in the virtual teams space for quite some time. Uh, really, probably, probably been a big challenge in virtual teams pretty much since they got started. What tends to happen is, let's say a virtual team is made up of uh, 50 people in two locations, so 25 in one, 25 in the other, and one or two people working outside of that group. What you can find happen is that there will be um, a call-in meeting of some description, telephone, video, whatever. Everybody gets on the line. One group is hosting the meeting and they would have all of their 25 people in one room. The other groups and individuals participate electronically, so they're only there. They're only really participating and able to participate for the duration of the call. Then when the call finishes, suddenly the uh, the people who are on the call are no longer part of the conversation. You will often find with these meetings that there will then be an ongoing discussion in the room around a topic or around even sometimes a new topic and the people who were there electronically aren't part of that conversation. Now that could mean that an individual may miss out from that conversation. It could mean that half the team may miss out from that conversation. Similarly, you can find situations where a group may just forget to get someone involved or they might say, oh, look, so-and-so's too much nuisance, too much of a pain, we really don't want them part of this conversation. Whatever the trigger is, whatever the cause is, eventually you finish up with a marginalised group who've missed out on some of the discussions. So this is this is very much how marginalisation can occur in, as I say, in a conventional virtual team environment. What can happen, of course, now Now we've moved to fully, let's say an organisation has gone to the point where all of its personnel are working from home. So suddenly you've gone from having an organisation made up of 50 personnel in two locations or 50 personnel in one location and really once you go to working from home that differential doesn't really matter. Um, So you've got 50 people all now working in 50 different locations. You try and have a call where you get all 50 people on the call. You get 50 of them all join in. The call happens at the end of the call. Some people may have to go off to go to other meetings. Some people, it may be the end of their day. They may have to go and pick kids up from school. They may have to do whatever they may have to do. Um, Some people are then left on the call. They may continue that discussion again, just the same as they would if they were in the same space. So they may continue that discussion, leaving some people out of the discussion. Equally, 
some people may choose not to join the discussion. So they may, for want of a better expression, um, self-marginalise in some in some instances. This can be through all sorts of different reasons. It could be that they're busy. It could be that they looked at the meeting and the meeting agenda and thought, well, that's not really a space that I can contribute, so I'll I'll miss it. It could be that they were missed off the invitation through oversight or through conscious choice. Um, and uh, Or it could just be that they are incredibly uncomfortable using the technology or being on an electronically mediated call. Now, for some of those... For the people who just don't want to be on the call because they're not familiar with the technology, for those people, they clearly would need support to understand how the technology works so at least they can be comfortable enough to participate and participate actively in these discussions. For people who look at an agenda and say, well, that's, there's nothing for that, there's nothing for me in that, for them, they may find or it may be the case that the agenda moves to another area and suddenly this person maybe should have been in that part of the call and when that happens it's really incumbent on the people coordinating and running the meeting to maybe call a pause say look let's have a separate meeting to to discuss these particular issues and bring in the other people for that it may also be appropriate for them to try and just bring that person onto the call at that time so to reach out to them, maybe to leave the step away from the microphone from their um, video meeting, ring the other person up on the phone, or send them a send them a message, see if they're able to join and to participate in the meeting. If it's people who are being intentionally marginalised, intentionally omitted, then the people coordinating that meeting need to they really need to understand why that's happening and uh, and try as much as possible not to allow it to happen because you really don't want you don't want you you don't want to have your best potentially your best talented people your most appropriate people not participating in a conversation because maybe they're a bit maybe they're a bit eccentric maybe they're a bit awkward uh, or whatever uh, similarly you can have people who will join these meetings and then because they're just not comfortable in in speaking up in a virtual environment they may sit there passively through the meeting, listen to everything, maybe take some notes, maybe have some thoughts, but maybe not be comfortable to put their input into it. And again, as would happen in any other kind of a meeting environment, it's then up to the people managing the meeting to find an appropriate way to engage with those individuals and to pull back from them any input that they may have. And that may mean a separate conversation one-on-one -on, -one on the phone, it may mean an email conversation. It may, oh look, there's all sorts of different ways that you can try and manage these things. But marginalisation really, once you start to, to, to understand how it happens and uh, what some of the triggers are, you can really start to see why it can be such a risk for organisations. And particularly at the moment when we're in this, what is for a lot of people a very stressful situation, there's... There's lots of uh, there's lots of news doing the rounds. Some of it true, some of it not so true. There's lots of speculation going around. There's lots of statistics being quoted and and floated that uh, that uh, that take some interpretation, but that can cause a lot of people some mental anguish and stress. And some people, of course, are dealing genuinely with personal immediate problems associated with this uh, self-isolation and quarantine and work from home 
they may have all sorts of, uh, of underlying challenges that they may, be, may have been dealing with anyway before all this lot happened. And consequently, they may their focus may be elsewhere and they just may not feel, they may not have the, the mental sort of bandwidth to, uh, to actually engage and join into some of these meetings. So over time, you could find all different sorts of triggers and all different sorts of reasons for why people may be marginalising in and out of various uh, various environments so really be careful of it be conscious of it think about it and make sure that you if you start to get a sense that some of your people one of your people are not present then start to try and find ways to pull them back in if you yourself feel that you're starting to be omitted from things then you need to reach out to your leadership team and to your managers to your colleagues and find an appropriate way to to start to reinsert yourself into some of these discussions. Now, of course, the other side of all of this is there's a huge risk, particularly in these early days as everyone is adapting to, to working online and having virtual meetings. There's also a huge risk of oversharing, of of just trying desperately to make sure that everybody is engaged and in doing so, having everybody or large numbers of people on every discussion and every meeting. That carries with it a whole extra set of risks because you're, you're then starting to over-engage and to, and to pull people into meetings and to pull people into discussions where, first off, they may feel out of their depth, they may not feel comfortable. Secondly, they may just not need to be there and it may be a really poor use of their time. So really, have a think... If somebody is someone that you would want in a meeting, if you could have them there face to face under normal, low pressure, general business environment conditions, absolutely, they should be there. If someone is a nice to have who under previous business conditions would have been difficult to get into a meeting simply because they were working as part of a different team elsewhere, but they may be available and their contributions would be welcome, try and get them there. But if somebody is being included simply because they may be the one extra person in your team who, if they're not included, would um, would leave everyone else thinking, well, nine out of ten of us are here, ten out of twenty of us are here, um, and so forth, then you don't always need to have everyone in there. So it's really a case of balance at the, at the overshare end and try and avoid getting too carried away and having too many people in every conversation. So I hope these little tips have been helpful. Uh, I hope the ongoing series is proving to be helpful. And uh, if you have any questions or any thoughts or anything that you'd specifically like me to cover, then then please do reach out through the Allfire website. You'll find contact details on there. That's www.allfire.com.au. Uh, leave comments on Apple Podcasts if you feel so moved. And uh, as I did with the last episode, I'll also insert here a uh, public service announcement just around what's going on with COVID. Take care, everybody, and I look forward to speaking to you next time. Bye-bye. COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease may include fever, cough, and shortness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you are experiencing these symptoms and have come into contact or are in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult with a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. 
For more information, please visit cdc.gov forward slash COVID-19. Thank you.